In today's episode of the Cube Command Podcast, we're talking about the newest DLC fighter for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch, Byleth, from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoyo. And I'm Nick. And this is the show where you can chill with me and Nick as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Cube Command Podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Listen to the Cube Command Podcast and other great shows by visiting www.techpodcasts.com. About a month ago, we were treated to a... uh, not Nintendo Direct. This is uh, off the cuff of literally everyone being thirsty for a Nintendo Direct, despite Nintendo having a bunch of games lined up for this year. We got a Smash Direct, and, uh, you know, we had no idea what to expect. It was the last fighter of the Fighter Pass. That mm-hmm. was 25 buckaroonies. And uh, we were getting the last, what we presume to be, third-party fighter based on the pattern of all the other fighters. But that's not what we got. Um, nope. No, not at all. What did we get, Nick? We got another Fire Emblem character. <laughs> that's true. We got... we got uh, Another one. Oh, man. We got uh, Byleth, who is the, the main uh, avatar character of Fire Emblem Three Houses, which is the latest installment in fi- the Fire Emblem franchise on a Nintendo Switch. Uh, apparently, it's a very critically acclaimed and very fun game which i would like to try at some point in the future i have not played any no, i don't it. think i'm gonna be playing any either <laughs> you know, it's an okay <laughs> series i think i started an awakening back in 2015 and uh tried fates fates was okay not my favorite but it was okay and then i uh, haven't tried three houses but they they basically uh they announced byleth to everyone's surprise Nobody or their grandma was thinking Byleth was going to come in this game. Uh, given that her game had just released like six, seven months prior, you know? I honestly thought they were done with Fire Emblem characters since we had seven? Seven, yeah, we had seven, exactly seven. seven. Fire Emblem characters. We had, uh, let's start with Martha and Roy, and then we got Ike and Robin, Lucina, Crom, Crom, uh, and then... No, Corn. Corn. I forgot about Corn. Corn and then Crom. Yep. That's how it was until uh, we got another character. But um, so the big thing that when this character was revealed was like she's or he's got whichever one, whichever palette you want to use. They've got four weapons instead of just a sword. Because it's like Nintendo knows, you know, they know the complaint of Fire Emblem characters. Oh, they're all blue haired swordsmen. And what do you know? It's it's another Bile's got blue hair, but she's not just a swordsman. She's got uh the lance, the bow, and the axe. Took all the stuff people wanted from Fire Emblem franchise to be represented in Smash, and they took that and put it into one character. Very intriguing. I guess it does make her unique compared to the other Fire Emblems. It definitely sets her apart because she plays nothing. Like she's not a Marth clone in the slightest. She plays completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna go into later if that's for better or for worse. But uh, you know, she is her own beast, so to speak. Uh, given that she has like so much range and she has 
an absurd amount of kill potential with her axe moves, which are her downward oriented moves, and her lance moves, which are sideways oriented. Those have range and sweet spots. And her upward is the sword type moves, um, have decent kill power, decent range. And then her neutral stuffs with the bow. The bow itself is such a okay projectile. I'm trying to compare which which like bow is like the strongest. Well, not, now is by loop. I'm trying to look at all the other characters who use bows. Who's the second? Would it be Dark Pit? The strongest bow? Yeah. Um, the second one. No, I'd say it's probably Link. No, Link's- Dark Dark Pit doesn't have that much in terms of. Well, because well, you can snipe anyone. Yeah. Um, I'd say in terms of utility, it has to go to Young Link. You can combo that thing into itself. It's kind of absurd. But everything about him. Yeah. But no, I mean this, this isn't Young Link. Um Violet is not a projectile oriented character in the slightest. Nope. I don't She's... even consider her an up close character either. Oh, what is she then? She's I would consider mid range to long range is what she'll be. Given her lance attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's like she she has a lot of physical attacks. That's mostly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um with the exception of her upbeat, which is a grapple, um, which is very interesting to give a sword fighter a grapple moves, you know. I know, it's like, well, you know, instead of Joker, with his is you pull them. Her tether brings herself to you. <laughs> <laughs> she literally kicks you downward, it's kicks a, you to your doom. It's a crazy recovery move, actually. It's not bad. You know, it has the same properties as Ivysaur's, like, whack, um... Upbeat, where like he can tether the stage when he's above it or next to it. I didn't realize Ivysaur did that. I didn't know he could do that either until I saw clips of it on YouTube and Twitter of people playing like high level Ivysaur gameplay. And he's like, he like throws his vine on the ledge even though he's above it. Violet can do the same exact thing, which makes it hard to actually punish her. (laughs) You can't really go off stage against her that much, Um, or else you're going to get tethered and kicked to your doom. Um, if you're like over 50%. But given that she has such a great recovery, you think that she's an aerial-based character. Hey, wrong. <laughs> so much wrong. You are dead wrong. Okay, so you, you've been playing Byleth more than me. I, I played maybe like one <laughs> 1v1 match that wasn't against you. Yeah, I was trying to, like, day one, I was like, oh, she's somewhat decent she's not too bad because uh the first day was the first day that we all played together mm-hmm. yeah first day we was like having fun it wasn't you know it wasn't crazy fair because it was a you know three person match but it was like i mean so far it was like okay but having her one-on-one it's very difficult to get her around because she has really slow move sets her neutral air is probably the best one out of them I wouldn't even consider, like, Politanas. Well, in a sense, you can, but... Eh. It's where she swings her bow around in a circle. Yeah. Yeah, the, the landing hitbox for that, it, it can either knock you behind or in, in the front. So it's inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, it's like a worse version of Palutena's. <laughs> it's kind of funny because when I was watching... Mr. Sakura did a presentation for her, like he does for every DLC character. He, he breaks down every single move. Um, he, he right when he went into neutral air, he said, "Oh, he she swings around her bow just like Pit." And my first thought was, "If it's like Pit, this ain't gonna work." And then he uses it next to the uh, Marth NPC, 
And it like the hitbox doesn't even connect to him, even though the model is next to him. And I was like, oh man, it is just like this. It mm. doesn't connect when it's supposed to. And I was like, well, okay. And she's not going to have much aerial oppression. But then he went into the Lance stuff. The Lance, like that's her forward air and back air. Yeah. And she, it's, good po- it's good poking tools. Like I would say the execution is good. The execution. By the landing a hit by it. Oh. Okay. You're actually able to land a hit is rewarding. If you don't, then you're pretty much going to get punished. Because it's such a big drawback. Like, honestly, treat her honestly like a heavy character with movesets like that. Actually, let me take that back because K. Roll is actually pretty quick on his own. K. Roll is, uh, well, K. Roll is a lot bigger than Byleth is. Byleth is actually kind of short. And she has, like, a smaller hitbox. So, it's not like you're playing heavy. Like, you don't have the all the drawbacks that come with being heavy. You're just slow. <laughs> yeah, problem. you know, slower than Incineroar. Incineroar. Let me remind you guys that she's slower than Incineroar. The little cat runs around with chicken feet. Who we thought was the slowest in the game? Nope, we found someone who's just as slow. <laughs> Actually, I think Rob isn't Robin the slowest, or is it? Oh no, you're mm. right. I think Incineroar is the slowest. She said, I think... "Oh wait, yeah, Sakurai said he's Bylus is just a little bit faster than Robin." That's not <laughs> he said much. a little. <laughs> That's not saying much at all. I mean, at least he was honest. He was like, I gave this character drawbacks. <laughs> and, uh, he gave her a lot of drawbacks. Um, but it's not to say the character's all bad. No, she's um, not entirely useless. Is just like, <laughs> I mean, she has a lot of counter characters who can like beat her out easily. She's not entirely useless. <laughs> <Not> entirely. <laughs> I was like, there's a little bit of hope in your voice when you said that. Like, I know like she just came out. It's only been, what, two weeks? Yeah. It's gonna be like two weeks from now, from what you guys are hearing. Yeah. But it's like in two weeks, you can definitely tell from what a character is. I feel like if you're playing like con- consistently throughout those two weeks, you can tell what's good and what's bad. Yeah, I mean, we we've been playing her okay enough. We haven't been playing her every day because we don't don't play Smash every day. But I mean, watch <laughs> watch when we release this podcast. In the span of time it takes me to edit it, they're going to find some, like, <laughs> game-breaking tech with Byleth. Snaps the game in half and makes her high tier or something. Now we got to be like, oh, we got to just burn this one now. <laughs> we got to restart. Well, actually, they, they have been uh, finding some stuff with Byleth, particularly on Donkey Kong, which is a little disheartening to hear. You poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's um upy to neutral air, and then you just keep doing that up to the blast zone. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. But here's the, but like... Is it only DK? Apparently, it only works on DK in training <laughs> mode. But these things can... They can be DI'd. It's like when you're in yeah. training mode, it, you can't really take those... Take them all the way home, you know. It's, they can be DI'd. There can be other circumstances going on. I don't think that's a 100% true combo. Especially given that at higher percents, you can just... If you DI in... Your character goes so far away from Byleth that puts her in disadvantage state. So I don't think that it's game breaking at all. And we were fighting a couple uh, Byleths and doubles when I was playing as Donkey Kong, and I was fine. I think time will tell whether these things will stand the the, the test of time and uh, be actual, you know, good tech for the character. Yeah. But uh, okay, so the character herself is kind of slow. She's got great range, but. 
She's slow, so she has drawbacks. She doesn't have any hardcore cheese that I can tell. No real comeback mechanic, if we're being honest. She, she actually, compared to all the characters, maybe except for Banjo, she feels like a base roster character. I can agree with to that. Kind of like where Piranha Plant came out, and it's like, well, this character isn't really breaking any new ground. It's not causing waves to develop in the meta or frustrate people beyond belief. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a pretty average. I'd say it's, I'm okay with it, you know. I guess we can probably segue into the, the next topic we got down, which is how her release and announcement went down <laughs> regarding the too many swordsmen complaint. Oh my God, that whole day, it was just a bunch of memes just kind of like, oh, we got another one. <laughs> it was, Twitter was such a minefield to go through. It's like, you can't like the character because then people attack you for being a shill. And you can't not like the character or be disappointed or else people say you're ungrateful, which is such a bad mindset. Such it's a like, bad mindset. If they, I, I would rather have them release another Fire Emblem on like, was it season two's Fighter Pass? I think I would appreciate it then. Yeah, because... But it feels yeah. way too soon to release one right now. Because it, when they're doing it in season two, they're, you're like, okay, they've already exhausted a bunch of the options they've already picked mm-hmm. you know so it makes sense that they would go for the marketing aspect later yeah but no they, they chose the character whose game came out six months ago to market fire emblem especially since they literally announced three houses dlc that same day so it's like okay this was a tactical move this wasn't like a request this was like a tactical marketing ploy probably to get others to buy the actual game so they'd be like oh who's this character yeah. let me get into the story Spread the news. Yeah. And you know, um, that, that kind of stuff works. Because I I bought a couple of the uh, the $8 Fatal Fury games when they announced Terry to get familiar with them. But it's like, the, the thing that kind of stings a little bit is that they did the same exact thing for Corrin when he came out. Like oh, he, yeah? He, yeah. Like, Fates didn't even come out in the US when he was announced. <laughs> and they literally put him in the game to market him, to market Fire Emblem. Jeez. Yeah. And the character was himself is still kind of mediocre, <laughs> for being honest. Um the corner was actually pretty good in Smash 4 until yeah. this, <laughs> this Smash, game. The yeah, Smash well, Ultimate came out and it was just like, no one really used Korn any, anymore. But then you look at it and you're like, Korn doesn't, doesn't really... He's kind of a, sticks out like a sore thumb, you know, from the rest of the cast. Yeah. And I'm afraid that's that might be what happens to Byleth in the next year or so when the rest of the DLC comes out. Yep, she's... No one's really going to use her. No. And uh, it's kind of it's kind of disappointing, but... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of disappointed. I wasn't like, oh, this game is horrible. I'm never buying a Nintendo game. I was just like, you know, I, I could have done without Byleth, you know? Yeah, yeah. That was my reaction. People were more hyped about Cuphead. <laughs> I was so... I was... Was that so was happy. literally the upbringing of the whole whole thing. Cuphead DLC costume was... Oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. They brought in the, the Floor Fury uh, soundtrack, too. I'm surprised they didn't put Mugman in there, too. It's kind of a missed opportunity. Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, doubles with two Cupheads just ain't the same. Yeah, it's like, bring out the mug. Because that, that, that's that's who you're playing in uh, their Twitch streams, is Mugman. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. The, the whole Byleth controversy was just... 
and it, it it's just so unnecessary to get like so worked up about it where like you're starting flame wars on twitter over it like yeah. it's, it's just a dlc character it's, it's a game it's a character in a video game it's not that serious i mean she's good i mean she is she's very strong yeah she has kill potential beyond kill potential i would literally see her as what was it? Well, what would I say she's comparing to? A reflection of Hero and who else would you say? Oh, Robin. Hero and Robin. Yeah, without a doubt. Hero and Robin. Here's why. <laughs> Down B, <laughs> yeah. treated like Hatchet Man, but it's a slower, I want to say stronger. Yeah, it's got super armor, so it's better. Yeah. Um, slower, stronger version of Hatchet Man. I think it's nuts. Use like two of those on someone. They, all they can do is shield. Yeah. It's like... You know um, what? As you realize, she's just a pure shield-breaking character. It's true. That's all she is. She breaks shields. She breaks shields faster <laughs> than Ganon. I think she punishes you for... Um, I can't say, like, rushdown or juking because, like, that's what she's weak to. Mm-hmm. She's more so... Um, she punishes defensive play, I think. Not spamming projectiles. I'm saying if someone who doesn't have spammy projectiles is playing defensively... That's where she shines the most. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Because she puts the, puts you in those high-pressure situations if she corners you. If you're fast, you might have an advantage. Oh, definitely. She can't put up with you if you're fast. Oh, her little little basic run, baby run. I was playing Light little, jog. Light jog, little... Byleth, uh, if you're interested in her, she's $6 on the eShop. She comes with her own stage, which is transforming stage you know in vain of the uh skyloft or delfino plaza you know it's not like outrageous it's just you know pretty average stage you know not that bad looks good technically um and brings over a bunch of music tracks and uh is six dollars so it's available now if you're interested in buying her you know if you hate her you love her or you just you know simply disappointed that's okay everyone's entitled to their opinions about the character so uh, that was our discussion on Biolith. Um, I just want to make a quick mention before we end the podcast that um, Nintendo did actually announce a Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch console, complete with the uh, decals on the back, a whole decked out um, docking station, and two nicely colored mint green and baby blue Joy-Cons. I want it so bad, but I already have a Switch. I don't want to buy another <laughs> $300 Switch. I, you know, that's something I told myself. I was like, wait, we should just wait until they get special editions but then smash brothers is coming out yeah so we got to get a switch so now we're just hoping that maybe they might release the joy con separate at least i would love that i know i would like to have the mint colors too i'll replace the red one <laughs> and put the blue one on they got to release more of these special edition joy con stuff like the mario odyssey ones mm-hmm. i want i want those red joy cons you know what happened to those you're not getting them. Apparently That's what not. <laughs> I just why won't they release these special edition Joy Cons? I feel like they'll a, make a lot of profit off of them. I'm just like make a buttload of money. Yeah, it's like go to someone's room and you just see them just a row of Joy Cons. Okay, I don't have pick that your much poison. Money. <laughs> yeah, you're overestimating how much cash I have in my pocket. It's not much. <laughs> we on that college budget, guys. We on that ramen noodle in the cup, <laughs> <laughs> which is why we won't unfortunately be picking up this. Animal Crossing bundle. I would have loved to do an unboxing on it, but oh well. Um, but for those of you who want it, it's up for pre-order. Mm-hmm. So uh, Animal Crossing comes out on March 20th. Uh, you can look out for our review because we're going to be playing that so much when it comes out. 
All right, so that was our episode for the day. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and any other great podcast app. You can also find us on Tech Podcast Network because we are a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. Just go to www.techpodcast.com to find our show and many other great tech shows alike. You can also find our Twitch channel, Cube Command, where we watch us play games. Currently, we're playing through Cuphead. Having a great time with that as well. So, my name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. I want to thank you all for listening. And we will catch you next time. Nick, have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry, what's that? Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a second. How'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are, you, what are you talking about? Use our promo code CUBECOMMAND to get your first month of hosting free. Thank you for listening.